was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid. Welcome to the Blurse of Times. I'm Jeffrey Goshe. My guest today is Will Munson. How's it going, Will? Doing well. Doing well today. Doing well as well. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, Will, uh, tell me uh, a little bit about yourself. You you, you do improv, you do uh, sketch, you do all kinds of things. Yeah, so I work on a couple of different shows throughout New Orleans, uh, most notably working with a wonderful team with the ripoff show. Yeah, it's where, a great show I've heard. Yeah, yeah. The host is great. Kind of a weird guy, but kind of a dick. Yeah, we. So working on that, it's uh, the only kind of show of its kind in New Orleans, which is just a stand-up kind of game show, and we get all kinds of people in there. We've taken it across the country, and it's been a wild ride. And in addition to that, just doing a random, like, just kind of like sketch and improv shows. We got one that we do called morph where we take stand-up comic and convert their stand-up material into a sketch show as well and it's always just kind of bananas um the very host of this show i read his rap when he wrote that's true it was very embarrassing it was so it was also humbling and i it i just (laughs) i just like when i get any sort of attention positive or otherwise so yeah figured you would enjoy that (laughs) (laughs) when did you get into the simpsons when was like i it was weird. All my friends growing up uh, could not watch The Simpsons, but like my mm-hmm. parents didn't care. Like I've been watching The Simpsons since it was okay, my earliest memory of mo- uh, Halloween was literally trick or treating and watching when they used to put the Halloween special on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. And I was remember going running house to house to watch the episode because it was on people's houses. And uh, like they were like projecting it. Like, they were just or... people had it on TV, and I would just kind of stand in their doorway awkwardly, trying to like catch glimpse of it, and be like, "Oh, oh, ah," because <laughs> I because I still remember watching on television the uh, like Homer doing uh, the Raven. It was just like, right, <gasps> that was a great one. Uh, the first one, the first because it's it, they kind of yeah they're just reinterpreting other stories and stuff yeah, like that, which I, I just recently rewatched that one because like around Halloween I was like I'm gonna watch all the Treehouse episodes yeah. So. Which they should just like. I, I wish the FX app they like would make like uh, a playlist of just those around. That would be so convenient. Yeah, it'd be great. Instead, you have to like, oh, I gotta go switch over to season nineteen now. If you're poor like me and you use uh, streaming services, uh, wow. aka just illegal websites that just stream <laughs> things that I heard that other people use, uh, they sometimes put together a playlist which yeah. is just links. They're like, hey, click on this one, this one, this one, and you can watch them in order. Yeah. Um. So, what's the uh, what's the classic episode you chose for us uh, so, today? So, I chose Homer at the Bat, which is an all time. Oh, it's such a wonderful episode, episode. and I, I picked this episode for a couple of reasons. One, I remember when it came out, and uh, this is season three, I believe. Yeah, it's super early on, and um, I picked this episode because I remember watching it. Because, like I said, I've been watching it all the time when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like every Sunday, and then watching the. Uh, Especially when um, the local affiliate of uh, like the WB thirty eight would uh, Fox would always show it in the evenings. Oh, it would yeah, show two episodes, yeah. and uh, I remember this episode because when I was like seven years old and watched it, there's a scene in here because the ba- the basic premise is, is like Mr. Burns stacks the softball team with mm-hmm. all these major league players, and there's a scene in there where Ozzie Smith 
falls into the Simpsons mystery spot <laughs> that really messed with me as a yeah. kid. Because it's just a bottomless pit. It's a bottomless pit. And when I was a kid, I was just like, when's he going to land? Wait, Ozzy Smith's still falling. <laughs> you finally understand uh, or come into terms with the idea of infinity and uh, <laughs> just. It broke my time. Like, uh, my, my favorite memory is if you talk to my grandfather about it, he's like, yeah, you were really shooken up after Cause I would watch it with my grandfather and he was like, you were shooken up for weeks. Cause it was like, he's still falling. Where's Ozzy Smith right now? Like for you, Homer at the bat was essentially a treehouse of horror episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it made me question my own existence. I think this is, um, I mean, it's the thing I'm noticing rewatching all these classic episodes for the show, but like, uh, I keep saying every episode is like the most quotable episode. And it's just so many of these early seasons. There's just, that's like, you forget how many lines just become like part of the, like the psyche of society. And it's just just things that people say. The lexicon just, Oh God, it makes so much sense. And even this episode, like just all, because what I like about this episode too, um, it's, so there's a scene in there, like right when this episode opens up, um, like, because it's the classic Simpsons, like Homer's choking and everybody just right. ignores him. <laughs> and, and instead, they're talking about like softball. But um, there's that classic scene where like Homer, like he makes the his bat out of like an old tree branch oh, yeah. that gets struck by lightning. And it like what I love about it is, is he's running with like a piece of sheet metal underneath the tree. <laughs> yeah. And when I watch that, like every time I see that, I remember that those old uh like rescue nine one one, and there was like an episode where kids ran under a tree and they got struck by lightning. And then when I that I literally watched that, and then this episode was like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, well, that's what's so funny. He's like, oh no, I better go seek shelter, and he's like <laughs> running out with that sheet metal underneath the giant tree. That uh, I, I when I rewatched it the other day, I completely forgot about the sheet metal bit. Yeah, and it's just it's such a silly, stupid sight gag. Yeah, and that's. One of the things I loved about the early Simpsons is like most of the jokes were like psych gags. Like Mm -hmm. if the craziest thing is, is like I've tried, I've been back in my mind for years. I would love to do like just a live screen uh, stage reading of Simpsons episodes. But if you actually look at them, they bounce everywhere because it's mostly visual psych gags. Right. Yeah. It would almost be, it'd be hard for it to be, uh, you know, like a radio program. Or, oh, or yeah. Just a table read. Cause yeah, some of those. Plus, with like, because it's an animated thing, they can get away with, you know, breaking the laws of physics yeah. or, you know, uh, literally anything like. Homer, you know, he wears a watch only when he needs to wear a watch, which I was noticing that the other day that it's not even that like they're like, oh, Homer needs a watch in this scene. It's he needs it for this split second in this scene, because a lot of times in like cartoons, they'll make him wear the watch. Like as soon as he walks into the scene, he's got the watch and then he looks at it, puts his arm down, has it at the end of the scene. And then next scene is yeah. there. But Homer, it's like he walks in the scene, no watch. Just lifts up his arm. Oh, I have a watch, and then puts his arm down. I, I those little things like that are just so funny because, like, that's one of the things I think about the show is that they will just not give a shit. They're like, look, it just needs to work right now. Who cares about continuity or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, the continuity in all these episodes are bananas, and uh, like even even this one is just like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. It and it is one of the more absurd, uh, kind of surreal episodes. Oh. Uh, I mean, obviously the abyss. I mean, so yeah. So uh, let's see, who are all the who are all the players? There? Oh, they oh the baseball players are wonderful. So like one of the things about this game is so when they 
came up with the idea for the episode, they wanted to get these baseball players. They had like Jose Canseco, Daryl Strawberry, Wade Boggs, yeah. and uh, and uh, God, Don Mattingly. And they got all these guys because they were in like near LA playing a game because I was reading up on the wiki about it. Mm. And they were like, well, cool. And they just had these guys come in for a day in between two games. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. They're just like, hey, come in. We're going to record this. I think, and then, so as the episode goes on, obviously, um, they bad things start to happen to the <laughs> professional players to where they can't <laughs> play in the games anymore. And I think those are like you brought up about, uh, was it Ozzy falls into the yeah, abyss? Ozzy Smith falls into abyss. My favorite is, is Ken Griffey Jr. starts drinking brain tonic <laughs> that Mr. Burns makes them all drink. And he gets elephant oh, yeah, just a giant head. Gigantism? Hand. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> uh another uh let's see oh wade boggs and barney arguing over who the greatest british prime minister was uh with uh uh, lord palmerston and uh oh god why can't i think of why am i blanking i was just pit the elder jeez i'm (laughs) pit the i love that scene so much as i go back and forth and so yeah boggs can't play because barney punches him in the face because he uh he says pit the elder (laughs) instead of uh lord palmerston it's it's just such a silly ridiculous like there's a First of all, I have no idea. I only know who those two people are because of this episode of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. It's such a weird, for at least Americans anyway, an obscure historical reference oh. that they turn into this like super memorable scene and bit. <laughs> and I just, it, I don't understand how and, it works. But And it's two of the biggest drunks. Like it's the biggest animated mm-hmm. drunk and the biggest baseball drunk. Right. Like Wade Boggs l- was a drunk. And he was a great player, but he was a drunk. And it's just like, what is happening? Yeah. This whole episode was like that. Like, in it, like, Sammy Sosa just loves to work at the... He's like, I just want to work here. Like, he only took the gig so he can work at a nuclear power plant. Oh, yeah. He just loved the... He was like, no, this is actually something I wanted to do. And then gets radioactive poisoning (laughs) and like... Like, he's dying on a bed. And then, uh, oh, one of my favorites is uh, Don Mattingly and his sideburns. And oh, how, it's so creepy. How like he? First of all, he has no sideburns at the no. very beginning of the episode. He's just got like a mullet with no sideburns. And then Mister Burns like yells at him to shave his sideburns, and he's like, uh, "What? What are you even talking about?" And then he does, and he just keeps going more and more to where he just has this missing stripe of hair <laughs> across the top of his head. That it's just so. Funny. And it's like one of those things of like Mr. Burns just being like a true, just old kook. And yeah. And not just like evil billionaire. Like he's just like, I love when they make him to be this like, hey, I'm just a really old man. I'm a hundred and something years old. Yeah. You know? It's so bananas. And my, my favorite thing about Mr. Burns in this whole episode, too. So, um, the minor league baseball team in New Orleans at a time was called the New Orleans Zephyrs. Yes, before the baby cakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Burns is just wearing a Zephyrs jersey. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Let me see if my Simpsons Bible, because I don't know if that's a if that was another minor league team like in the early 1900s or something like that. Or, but it seems like I because I thought that too. I was like, that's really weird. But it's a two thousand. Oh, was it 1992? I think what. I don't think the Zephyrs, well, Zephyrs might have been here in the 90s. We had them in the 90s because, uh, little known fact, that's where I saw um, Michael Jordan play baseball. 
at. I oh, went man. to the Michael Jordan baseball game when he came to was New it? Orleans. Oh, you know what? They probably might have been 92 because 94 was the uh, MLB strike. And I remember some of the major league players went down to the minors to keep playing during the strike. So that way they could still play and make yeah. money. But technically, we're not crossing a picket line because they weren't yeah. playing for the MLB. True. But uh, yeah, I watched them. I watched the Zephyrs here at. Um, at uh what do you call it at, at the uno arena back then yeah. before they bought the the built the new stadium the shrine and, yeah the shrine on airline and like that was uh man i remember those were some of the most fun times i haven't been oh. since they were baby cake and now we're losing them now. yeah we're losing yeah. the baby cakes and it's sad because like minor league baseball is like some of my favorite kind of things to go see and and it's so hard to like because minor league baseball is just the weird thing you go see. And it's very much like this game, like, which is softball. It's, you just, you're not going for any particular player because if any right. with minor league baseball, if you, if you start getting good, you get in theory, you go to the big show. Yeah. And, uh, and it's even like with the drawing it to like uh softball, like if you really go to softball, you're not going to play softball. You're going right, to go, yeah. go try out for the minors or something like that. So it's just like one of those, like, Beer leagues, which, by the way, is the exact rules of this world's softball. Like, I one of my favorite parts of this episode is when they're explaining the rules to softball. They're like, like you come up, you take a swing, drink a beer, you run to the base, right. drink a beer. Yeah, they, uh, it's the yeah they have like you do a keg stand, yeah. stand I think if you cross home plate or whatever. And when I when I listened to it, I was just like, I play adult league kickball, which is the childish thing you can possibly do in your thirties. And it's, that's the rules. It's like a bunch of kids who just, they're like, I'm okay where I'm at in my lot in life. And they're like, cool. You, you looked at a kickball. Here's a beer. And that's, that's, that's the rules of this game. Oh yeah. All right. I'm Googling it and no one has a real definitive thing on Mr. Burns wearing a Zephyrs thing. Uh, Some people think it was a reference to something to some Denver uh, minor league team, which I guess actually. Might be the same Zephyrs. I wonder. I think they did move from Denver to here. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, something moved. But that's the way those minor leagues work. I think so because it was just a weird coincidence that there was the old roller coaster at Pontchartrain Beach called the Zephyr, and so they kept the name because they're like, oh yeah, it just actually, kind I of think actually, that is right. Yeah, I think they did move from Denver. So in theory, it is the same team, just not necessarily from them being in yeah. New Orleans. Um, but still, but it's know, minor league. Well, like yeah. the, my favorite thing about minor league is, it's just the dumb names they have. Like the Montgomery biscuits. Yeah. What a, there's a, amazing. I think it's a soccer team in Macon, Georgia called the Macon whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It is very awesome. Uh, one of my, fa- uh, when we, uh, minor league hockey team, uh, in Baton Rouge, I think it was, there were the ice gators. Ice yeah. Gators, which yeah. is just, that's a good little clever. Such a great pun. Yeah, minor league teams are so much better named than, than professional teams. It's not just like, oh, let's pick a tiger of some kind. Like, yeah. And they always get dumb. T- like, there's, like, if you ever looked, want to go down a weird rabbit hole, look down, look up minor league names. It's, uh, oh man, that'd be a fun game to play. Like, just make up minor league baseball team. Be like, is this a real? Is this a real team or not? That's it. Just yeah, yes or no. Not. Let's see. Um, let's play that right now. We're gonna say uh, the um, the Atlanta. Uh, I'm not good at this. Whoopies. <laughs> yeah, <You're> like, <laughs> real team. You just mentioned. You're that. the improv guy. You do it. Um, <laughs> this is why whenever for the ripoff show we give example <laughs> answers, I should not be the one to write them because I'm sitting there for 40 minutes. I'm like. 
This uh, pun is okay enough, I guess. <laughs> but uh, one thing I will say about this episode, I love how they made Daryl Strawberry the biggest kiss ass on the planet. Oh, yeah. Also, like, <laughs> that, that scene where uh, Bart and Lisa are taunting him from the stands, and they're just like, Daryl. Daryl <laughs> and their mom and their mom. I don't know who Marge. My Mars. Jesus, Marge is just like, don't do that. You know, it's it's, it's mean. And they're like, ah, oh, he's a professional. He, he can handle this. It's fine. He's used to it. And then they cut to him and like single <laughs> tear It's so funny. It's- my my favorite sight gag on that episode with Daryl Strawberry too is just like they hit a pop fly and Homer's like, got it, got it. Daryl Strawberry runs up and just jumps. And there's a good ten seconds of just Daryl Strawberry off camera before he gently falls <laughs> yeah. down and i literally in my notes it was just like can daryl strawberry fly <laughs> i like um there's some really good things uh smithers uh essentially being the assistant coach yeah. um wearing his uh his power plant id badge like the whole on time. the field yeah never full suit everything even mr burns is wearing a baseball uniform but smithers Still wearing his suit and his uh, ID badge. It's yeah. just, it's very, um, I guess, uh, descriptive of Smithers. It's kind of the, uh, you know, he's still, cause I bet you, even if he had put on a baseball uniform, I guarantee you Burns would have bitched him out for it. Yeah. And he would have, you know, whatever. Kicked him out and just, he would have had a Daryl Strawberry tear. One of the things I did like about this episode. So if anybody looks up, there's a character named Charlie on this who looks exactly like you, by the way, Jeff, but sans beard. You see, I didn't get that when you mentioned to me earlier and then you showed me a picture and I was like, okay, I see. It looked like you when you were like going through that phase where you're like, I'm not going to cut my hair. <laughs> I'm not going to cut my hair and I'm not growing a mustache. I'm yeah. going to look like some sort of like hippie Amish idiot. Yeah. When I watched this episode, I was just like, who is this guy? Like, like it's such an undercover hilarity with this like guy, Charlie. Cause like in the beginning of the episode, like Homer's like, I got a secret weapon yes. and it's like him, Lenny and Carl, like imagining, imagining what it could be. And like this dude, Charlie's just like giant glove. Yeah. Big glove. His makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, I forget what Carl's was, but Lenny's was uh, like that. He had like a laser and was just yeah. like murdering all the, just all the basement. So he could just run a home run like that was. And I, and like he snickers at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never really, thought of Lenny as like that like dark and twisted before but I guess maybe I can't think of any other references to that I was trying to remember some from other episodes where like he was kind of like a you know creepy dark person yeah but the, this episode was intriguing too because like the whole time like Homer just wants to play sports and he doesn't want to be good he just wants to play and the whole time I'm like this is one of the few times I go oh yeah. Homer deserves this. It's not like you're like, oh, he's stupid. It's like, oh, he's really trying. And especially how like uh as they add more and more of the uh professional players and Homer is essentially the only one from the actual power plant employees that's still on there because they're like, well, we have to have one yeah. of the dum dums on there. And so he's just sitting on the bench the whole time. It was his whole idea to like join the softball team, yeah. and try to break the two and 28 win record. And so, and then he gets left out, but then he uh, ends up saving the day because he signed up on this sign up sheet, which was next to, I don't know if you caught this. There was a Heimlich maneuver poster. Cause in the beginning of the episode, Homer's choking on a donut. Oh yeah. And there's a Heimlich maneuver poster of a guy spitting out an entire, entire lobster. lobster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, man. what? 
um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I love. I mean, we can definitely talk about war, but I, I, I love the way that Homer wins the game. Uh, is just by getting hit in the head with a pitch. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, he gets to take a base win. Yeah, and like it's like whole slow clap moment. You're like. What? Yeah, they do the slow motion of like Homer on the ground lying over home plate and whoever was on third base like coming up to home plate, rolling Homer off of the base <laughs> so that way he can tag the bag. And it's just so fun. And they do it in that with that glorious like baseball movie oh, yeah. music where it's like, oh, the underdogs came to win and Homer's just lying in the dirt. Just like, passed out. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up too because uh, cause that was the best ending credits to every any oh, episode yeah. the song the talking softball song yeah talking softball is wonderful they have ozzy smith still falling down a hole like even one of them they're like we don't know where ozzy smith is because the lyrics in the book but i don't really read it. but like because my favorite thing is is the whole episode ends with a like 1992 city champs poster mm-hmm. and if you look at it it's just like ozzy smith looking like a ghost oh yeah he's just like faded he's still there. falling <laughs> yeah and this is the part that like when i was a kid messed me up because i was like he's still falling that's like, true yeah they never resolve that they never do like everybody else you're like okay kind of makes sense I, I would like to see if they ever like on even a treehouse episode or something oh. like that like you know how like sometimes they'll have like the tombstones in the graveyard don't be like tv shows that got canceled or yeah old ca- or old characters and stuff like that i i don't know i don't think they've done it where they oh. put ozzy smith in there I would love him just to do another baseball episode and Ozzy Smith just falls out of it. But he's <laughs> he in, just, he it's, just lands on whatever base, but he's in 3d and he's actually, you know, what would be even better. He falls and it turns out that hole is the same episode from that, oh, uh, the 3D tree, Homer, 3d yes. Homer. And it's outside of the erotic cakes. And one, like and it just, you get a flashback of like real life, Ozzy Smith eating a cake and in walks 3d Homer and he goes, mm, erotic cakes. And it's just Ozzy Smith going, Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody from my world and like gets yeah. way to it. Like, uh, so meta. <laughs> that would be great. Even if they just like did a little thing of like Ozzy just like in that world. I yeah. It would be fun. Want to move on to the new episode? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, not that bad, actually. It was a it great was, episode. This one is season 16, episode 17, The Heartbroke Kid. Uh, I, I, I've seen it before because I've watched it every single episode, but, uh, it didn't ring a bell to me when I was watching it, but I have watched it. Uh, but it was actually, I found myself laughing at this more than the other newer episodes that I've watched yeah. recently. I was thoroughly surprised because I even had to look it up. I was just like, is this an old episode? Yeah. I mean, season 16, so it's, you know, it's still in the first half of the show. Yeah. More or less. Uh, but it, yeah, I, it felt like it was an earlier season. You know, maybe not like season three, four, golden era, but like yeah. maybe like a ten. This one 11, felt like Conan know? O'Brien like swung by the office, and just like, "Hey, everybody, how's everything going? Oh, working on an episode. Here's right. some ideas." <laughs> yeah, and there were some good things. There. I mean, so the basic plot of it is that uh, they are trying to get uh, new vendors for uh, the food at at Springfield Elementary. Then this big fancy company comes in uh it was scammer and z dog uh it's these <laughs> snacks so they put vending machines all through the school um and they um and they're just shitty they're just full of you know carbohydrates and and poisonate and poison yeah <laughs> yeah monosodium poisonate i think is one of the ingredients <laughs> and uh so yeah so lisa sees that there's uh you know 
bad stuff in it. So, uh, and Bart starts eating a shitload of them. He gets really fat, uh, ends up having a heart attack. Uh, and one of my favorite lines at that moment was when Homer, uh, was like, Bart's on the floor having a heart attack. And he's like, do the part, man. Do, do, do the part, man. Um, so he has a heart attack. Um, and, uh, so they send him off to a fat camp, uh, to try and lose weight. Uh, long story short, uh, he learns his lesson that he shouldn't be, you know, eating all this garbage and the family loses money uh because the fat camp is so expensive and so they open up a youth hostel at the at the house and uh and then that's yeah that's pretty much the episode it's it it's another one of those ones that doesn't really end which i'm fine with like i don't need it to be a nice little bow this was more about a lot of uh sight gags and just good jokes it was and i it's weird saying good jokes about a fairly recent episode but there were some good ones in there one of my favorites was when they were doing the uh they were checking with all the seeing who would be the new food vendor of the school and the old sea captain was like oh you've heard of a gumball machine well here's a gumbo machine and <laughs> just like cranks it puts in a quarter cranks it and then he just burns his hand from the hot gumbo just spilling all over it like just those little stupid silly gags like that this one was full of a lot of those and which is kind of like classic episode. Yeah, this ep- whole episode felt just like they had the most fun writing it. Yeah, everything about it looked like fun. Like the Z Dog and Scammer, which by the way looked like the kids from Futurama, like Fonsworth's yeah. son and uh, like uh, what's his name, uh, the Limbo guy's son. Like they looked just like they were just like eh, we're the animation, but like there were so many like little weird jokes through the whole thing. But one of the things I did, and this whole episode was chock full of just like awesome Easter eggs, like mm-hmm. like do the Bartman. Yeah. Um, at one point, there's a picture of Herb. Yeah, and then they even referenced him. It was like, uh, yeah, at the end because they, oh yeah, at the, the end, rarely seen. Yeah, they they send Homer to the fat camp because uh, they get they end up you know helping the guy or whatever, and he's like, oh, I want to repay you, and so they send Homer, and but they were like, he's like, well, who else in the family will we send? And he's like, listen, he's like Maggie or my uh, my seldom seen half brother Herb, and they like <laughs> cut to an image of him, uh, and there was I feel like there was another. So like, one of the like one of my favorite just it's it's kind of a stretch of a throwback. So it's one of the ones where Homer's like it does the whole like mm, robot wife, and it reminded me of one of my favorite weird like mm, something with his wife was just when he, when he went to Vegas with Flanders. It was like mm, two wives when it was like yeah. cut cut chop chop, yeah. and uh, but it was just like Marge was a robot. <laughs> Which I love too. He's just like, shouldn't have given her the gun. Have, yeah, because it's that's my favorite. That happens so much in uh, Homer's fantasies, where like he fantasizes about this thing, and then it ends up he throws in the bad parts, and it's like yeah. it's your fantasy. It's supposed to be perfect, <laughs> and you're just like, no, I'm gonna give my robot wife a gun so she can murder me. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets murdered in his own dream. <laughs> One of my favorite though, like awesome jokes in this whole episode was literally like when like Bart's eating all the trash and they redo the intro but yes. with instead of saying the Simpsons it's three weeks later and he's like yeah and you know like you know he's on the skateboard but the but the sidewalk's <laughs> cracking because he's fat my he, favorite is is him running to the thing because like in the normal one it's like a half of a second when yeah. he's jumping out of the door this one is he like runs out the door and you're Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a good two to three seconds <laughs> yeah. before he comes out. 
He uh, makes Marge and Maggie swerve because he hits the car on his skateboard. Uh, when he lands on top of Homer's car, the roof caves in. It was one of those – when it was first happening, I was kind of getting a little mad. I was like, ah, this is a cheap joke. You're just doing the intro again. But it actually was pretty funny. And yeah. I, I, I'll, I will stand corrected that it wasn't it – was, I mean, it was probably – it's still a cheap gag. It's still yeah. a cheap joke. I'll stand by that. But it actually ended up being funny. So I'll – not be pissed about I, it. I kept watching it thinking I was like I want this episode of Bart versus the aliens just like you get stung by a bee and you turn into fat Bart <laughs> yeah because just when he was going down the street he's just like hitting everybody and like oh the voice work the whole time of just him going oh, oh, oh. this is another this one had a lot of good one-liners in it too um like after Bart has his heart attack and he's uh with Dr. Hibbert and uh, he was, and Doctor Hibbert's like, I will not bury another patient. And Marge is like, You're a pediatrician. He's like, Things, things have not been going well lately. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, uh, that's what I imagine. Like the other doctor would say, like, yeah, Hey, Dr. everybody, yeah, exactly. But it's like Hibbert. You're like, Oh, <laughs> this this whole episode was dark, though. Like yeah. that was a super dark line. The itchy and scratchy on this is that by was- far the most morbid one I've ever seen. It was that was yeah, like they. Force uh, 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 Scratchy to um, take a stress test. Take a stress test, and he overly stresses him and forces him to have a heart attack. There's like alligators at one end. He's jumping through metal hoops. Yeah, Uh, on fire. On On fire. fire. Yeah, then he uh, cuts his heart out, uh, and then uh, the heart runs away, and then he catches it. And then my favorite part is, is like to really sell it. He shows a picture of him with his wife. Yeah. Like, as he's dying, because <laughs> yeah. his heart is about to explode, literally, because he put dynamite in it. His it last, shows him a picture of him in bed with scratches. His last visual. Like, I literally started writing, because what I loved about that is, uh, like, in my notes, I was just like, is this how the Shawshank Redemption started? <laughs> Which is great, because later, at one point, Bart literally pulls off a yes. Krusty the Clown picture. Yeah. And behind it, it, like, instead of, like, Rita Hayworth, it's yeah. candy. Yeah. But... Because that happened, and then he keeps watching, and it's the Crusty uh, show, and even that one's morbid. Like Crusty's mm-hmm. like, oh, they put the zipper because I have so much. He's just bleeding out yeah. of it, and the zipper gets stuck, and he's oh. like almost. Like, and then which they kind of made me wince a little bit because yeah. I was just thinking about like oh. actually getting skin caught in there, and I was like, oh god, it's just weird. He has a hole in his chest. I'm like, I know it's just a cartoon, but I can't. But oh. I'm such a giant wuss about it in, in any context. Oh, not even that though. Like. They kind of cut back to Bart and Lisa, and they cut back to the show, and then Krusty's being wheeled off. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening with this show? I like when uh, Marge brings home like the healthy food that uh, Bart's supposed to eat, uh, and she hands him <laughs> the cottage cheese, and he's like, kata hey cheese. And, and I was like, I can't believe like, – he went with the soft G. He went the kata hey <laughs> Uh, he Frenchified it, yeah. which is just because he speaks fluent French. Yeah, it's such a clear. That's right. Because is this after he went? To this France? is after the yeah. French episode. That's definitely such a good episode. I hope yeah. somebody talks about that one because mm-hmm. that's uh, as that one's so good. That one has uh, not to pull away from this episode, but that one has so much heart in it. Like oh. it's, it's more heart than uh, funny, which I'm fine with because yeah. that's one of the things that I found that a lot of the later episodes have lost that heart and that like feeling of like. You know, even though these people are stupid and they keep fucking up, they, uh, they, they're still people and they're still a family that ultimately loves each other and will do anything yeah. to help each other out, but they're going to be stupid about it along the way. Uh, which 
This one, a little bit of that. I mean, obviously, the family, they have an intervention for Bart because he's eating all the junk food. And so they send him to the fat camp. And so, I mean, it has a little bit of heart, but it's very, it's also the general idea of like, oh, Bart's got fat from eating junk food. So we send him to a fat camp. That is such a TV trope. You know, yeah. standard thing. So the general idea isn't that great, but like I well, do think it was executed pretty decently for being a later episode. And what I liked about it is, is because that became like kind of its own joke. There's like the fat chariot, which was great. Yeah. But um, and then they were like literally whipping them. They're like, "Why are you fat?" Mm-hmm. And they're all like have legitimate reasons. Yeah. Bart's just like, "I'm not fat. I'm yeah. big bone." Yeah, he's like, and he's like "Nope." <laughs> and uh. God, and like, there's one of the lines where he just looks at him and he's like, shh, drama. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When he wants him in there, because he's like, uh, he's going to go show him the house and like, uh, show that the family has done the, uh, the hostel and like how bad it is. And so, like, he wants to, but like, he has to drive an hour there. So. Yeah, they do that thing because every time in movies or stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's like, do they just pause the conversation? Yeah, they just cut. There. And one of the things I like about The Simpsons is that's not the first time I've seen that right. joke. They do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, hold on. Yeah. And it's the line, shh drama yeah and they're like literally just driving essentially in silence till they get there and then continue the conversation they break the fourth wall or draw attention to like uh weird things in television and movies all the time and i think that's one of those great because uh, in this episode they um the the family ends up putting that become making the house a youth hostel to pay for bart's thing and it's got some of the greatest one sight gags because one of the guy's fanny pack has a lock on it <laughs> wait i didn't even know yeah that. it's like the first guy he like unzips it and he like he unlocks it first <laughs> it's like what but like it becomes a the whole the whole house becomes a a youth hostel and it's almost like um a Christmas Carol ass thing because they bring Bart to come look at it, right? And they call him one of my favorite things: the strudel sucking <laughs> Guggenheim. And they're like, "This is what the human race well, thinks you, of you." Yeah, it's funny you bring up the uh, the uh, 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 Christmas Carol thing because, like, Bart, like, there's all these people there. Bart's like, uh, "They can't see us, right?" He's like, <laughs> yeah. "No, this is real life. Like, yeah. this isn't a, a movie. No, I'm bringing you here." Um, one of my favorite lines was um, right before that. Before they decide to turn the house into a youth hostel, uh, Marge is looking at the bills and she sees the bill for the fat camp and sees it's too expensive. And she looks at Homer and she's like, well, maybe you could ask Mr. Byrne for a raise. And Homer says, even better, I'll ask him for my job back. And, and nobody like, noticed, acknowledges and, it. And it's so funny because it's like that common thing where he like, the, yeah, does he even have a job this episode? Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. And apparently he got fired from it at some point. Uh, and we just we didn't even see that plot. <laughs> of the episode, which is very funny to me. Like I, that one, I think I laughed the hardest at that. Cause it is kind of, again, it's another one of those little like, uh, meta jokes about the show. And, uh, I think a lot of times if they cram too many, like self-referential jokes in an episode, it feels like they ran out of ideas, yeah. but these actually felt kind of like they, they fit. They, I feel like if there was like one or two more, if the ones that they had were a little bit more heavy handed, it would have felt, shitty but i think overall, these were all so subtle like the foxy the fox news fox oh yeah that was really great i laughed so i couldn't stop laughing at that i was just like and it was a shitty looking fox yeah. too like it looked like like homer made it out of like an old pillow or something yeah. but this episode had one of my favorite parts and i was super surprised they were like because all the hostile stairs are like weird german kids mm-hmm. and they make homer sing 99 luft balloons in German. Oh, right. And then my favorite line is literally the, like the fat camp guy is looking at Bart and goes, let's hope he knows this second. second verse. Verse. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just nailed it. <laughs> it's so good. That's, uh, that's one of those things too, is, 
uh, it, it happens a lot throughout the series is Homer just randomly knowing something like there's no like he's like he's one of the dumbest people in the whole show but like every once in a while they're like no for some reason homer knows german you know it's just for today this is it he knows all the lyrics to 99 red yeah. balloons yeah um let's see and then yeah so then homer goes to the uh fat camp. camp and the, you know uh, i don't remember if there were any good there weren't really any good jokes in that. It was like they just kind of faded out to their the, credits. The only joke was the they're like, "Oh, my half brother Herb, seldom yeah. seen half yeah. brother." It was uh, yeah, like I said, it was another one that just kind of ended, and that was fine. I was fine with it. it I was thoroughly surprised by this episode. It I was so it. good. Yeah, I never know what to expect because I don't remember. Like even if I'm like. You know, when I randomly select for somebody, I'm like, all right, season this, episode that. I don't know what that is. I don't, when I read the episode title, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Uh, I've probably seen it, but maybe not. This one, I actually, maybe I didn't. And it was one of the better, newer episodes. Um, but <laughs> to to be fair, it is right in the middle of the series. So yeah. it's like, it, it's on that teeter of like, well, it's not really. Because my cutoff for a new episode on this show is... <laughs> Is anything after season fifteen, yeah. uh, which I feel like is a little late for some people. Some people will consider like season eleven or twelve to be like where it starts getting really shitty, and that's considered the principal and the pauper. Yeah, um, but I think uh, I don't know. I was like, ah, eh, we'll go, we'll cut it right in the middle yeah. of the of the series. And I think that's good. Like I was, I can see where this episode might be forgotten because, like, I watched it, I really enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Mm. But I can see, like, if you're binge watching it, like, this is an easily forgotten. Right. one unless like because typically when you're binging it you're not actually watching all of them it's just mm-hmm. on yeah like this one I, I or folding laundry or something yeah i was like taking notes on it. i was like wow this one like i said was like super dark but like redeemed itself at the end i was like oh damn yeah damn. it was just a little lighthearted. i mean i think i think you're right there was nothing like there wasn't a lot of emotion in it uh so there's it's not memorable in that way and there was no like majorly like holy shit laugh out loud yeah. jokes it was like a couple of little like <laughs> you know through the nose chuckles i like i said i laughed out loud during the i'll ask for my job back line yeah. that was very funny but it wasn't that funny it just was the loudest i laughed during the episode yeah so mine was the drama yeah there's which is that was very funny to me just the whole i was like are they gonna i thought they were actually going to cut the car ride out and just you know be like okay we so it. but no they didn't just reference it they actually did it which is I, it's one of those things that the newer, newer episodes I find aren't doing is like, I don't want to call, I don't want to say that they're like taking risks because I mean, it's the Simpsons. They're not taking risks. Yeah. I think, but like, I do feel like that they do kind of, you know, like doing a joke that goes on too long. Like, um, uh, was it, wait, was it this episode? Um, one, somebody, yeah. Yeah, it was this episode. Uh, Bart sells a skateboard to uh, Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie to buy more snacks out of the vending machine. Yeah. Groundskeeper Willie is on the skateboard and falls down the spiral stairs. And it goes on way too way long. long. Way too long. And I love like jokes that go on too long, like last, you know, repetitive or what have you. Uh, I like, cause it gets to that point where it's funny, then it's not funny. And then it's funny again because it's so long. And I love that. And I just find that either the Simpsons do that too much in the later episodes or it's just, or they just don't do it at all. And it's just not, it doesn't have that same punch to it. It feels like they're like, well, this used to work. Yeah. This wasn't the rake scene in Cape fear. This was just like a, okay. Yeah, like, cause, like I said, like when I watched that, I was just like, uh, 
like it was a good throwback to some of the other ones, but it's like, oh, okay, neat. Yeah. Have you watched much of the newer episodes? Yeah, I usually tune in and like watch a couple of them each season just to kind of like see. It's just like I like this one didn't have any celebrities in it. It was just straight to the point. The baseball one had celebrities, but it was that made sense. Yeah, they needed that. This one wasn't like it was like Lady Gaga's teaching them how to be skinny. Like, I'm glad even the vending machines were just. Yeah, not the regular, the regular actors. And I think that's a really good point. That is a a crux, uh, a crutch that they keep leaning on uh, in the like season 20 on episodes is even for those little small things, they would have gotten like, I don't know, like Justin Bieber or something. Yeah. I mean, he's not relevant enough right now. I can't <laughs> think of any. Uh, Katy Perry or something like that would be on the vending machine or something. I don't know. I'm yeah. so out of touch. I don't know what is cool and hip now, but like, who, who it wouldn't have just been some made up character. Yeah. And like, and I, I appreciate that it was, there was just, just they threw away characters. They made up. Z Dog and Scammer, and even yeah. when he was and like also Scammer, him. which is like so perfect because it's like they are just like scamming the school. Scamming kids. Because they were calling, oh, Fred, one of the podcasts is about to knock over Will's microphone now. Yeah. But I, I love when like Bart's like hitting it with like a hatchet <laughs> and they're like, you've changed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think was the last season that you like watched like as like a continuous season? Oh boy, it's been a, hot minute it was probably somewhere around when this one came out because like i didn't want like i i was keeping up pretty good up until around like season 25 or mm-hmm. so and like watching every single episode just because it was like yeah that's but, that's about what i kind of yeah i mean i'll watch now like what i'll do is i'll do like you i'll, I'll watch in like bursts like i'll be like you know especially if there's like an episode that's like uh getting a lot of like social media stuff like yeah. oh the couch gag was this or it has this guest or uh or it's the treehouse episode i'll be like all right i'm gonna watch that one and then i'm gonna go back like to the last episode i watched in this season and just kind of get you know binge like four or five at a time yeah. like oh they went to new orleans and they went to restaurants exactly. that i eat at exactly so i watched that one for the hey i know that place neat i've yeah. heard of it which that episode that that was the whole that was the joke was just like huh these are real places. I'm like, that's not a fucking joke. You're just saying facts. That's not yeah. a joke. Cool. But uh uh yeah, so I don't know. Do you have anything you want to add on the on that episode? That's it. Like I said, like it was it's a solid episode, like if you watch it as a standalone episode and yeah. not as like binging. Because definitely not one I would suggest somebody who's never seen The Simpsons watch oh, yeah. to to get The Simpsons, but I would recommend it to somebody who has not seen many of the newer episodes and thinks that they're all garbage. I'd be like, here's one that's okay. Yeah, this one does prove it's like, oh, some of the newer stuff, like in the last half, is still good. Like, yeah. this one felt like a, I honestly didn't, I was like, wait, this is season 16? Mm-hmm. This one feels much earlier. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so, where can people find you, internet and whatnot? Um, so I'm on Twitter at Reptar Roar, and I don't post much, so you can read all my classics, because that's what this list lives there. Everything pre-season 15. Yep, pretty much. And then uh, just kind of um, various shows in New Orleans. Uh, if, you go, if you're ever in New Orleans and go to 504 Comedy, there's a lot of shows that I either produce or I'm in or are going to be on there. It's a lot of like improv stuff and like sketch, like I said earlier. Occasionally doing stand-up, which instagram anything else uh instagram at reptile roar as well uh you can see um 
artwork that I do because I just get bored and do weird stuff yeah. with you skateboards. Are a very good graphic designer. Thank you. You did the five or four comedy uh, logo, which I'm a fan of, and I helped update the ripoff one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well, thank you so much for, uh, doing, I, which I think was the most, uh, efficient episode yeah. so far. You know what it is? It was also the first one recorded where, uh, me and the guests were not drunk. So, yeah, that, that uh, probably helps. I think that helped a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks for doing the show. Uh, shout out to, uh, Dankmas, uh, for letting me use the theme song. Uh, it's fantastic. And I love it. Sorry, Mr. Bird, but I don't go into these back door shenanigans. You're on ladders. Maybe even a little curious. I wouldn't even hear me out.